the future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. How long has it been going on? It has been. I'm kind of worried. It's been for <laughs> like three days, three straight days. But I haven't been really been sleeping. Um, like I've I've been having just a hell of a time sleep, falling asleep, and staying asleep. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a stress thing or a sleep thing. I mean, I've been stressed and not sleeping, but I can tell you that's not happening to me. It's it's never happened this long before. Are you sure it's not? Is there like a bug in there or something? There's not a bug in there. I mean, because that's something that could cause that. No, it could. That is not how that I happens. Think it's a we muscle need to, thing. We need to look into this. Hello, everyone. No. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today, and we have a special guest that's going to be joining us here in just a little bit, and that is our pal Rick Nickerson from Merchant name to say. Merchant Duvin. Uh, Rick Nickerson is with a company now called Merchant Duvin. He's going to be joining us to talk about. I'm really excited yeah, to talk about it. You've known him from a different company, so that's why the name sounds familiar. But however, yeah. he works for this one now, and he's been traveling all across the world, yes. tasting all these different beverages, some of which he's going to bring in today. Greg and I both rode our bicycles, which means... We might have to sample a couple of fancy beers, Greg. Right. And these are ones that you can pick up, too. And so he's going to talk about that. And I'm I'm excited about it because it's like historical beers. So we went to all of these different breweries in Europe. And we're going to talk about it. I'll let him lead all of that. monasteries and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. He drank with monks. Um, So it's (laughs) going to be great. So he's going to join us here in just a few. We also have, of course, we have to remind you of one of our fine sponsors. And that is Next Adventure. Oh, Next Adventure is one of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. Because now we're getting into the fall camping season. Yeah, uh, yes, indeed. Because we're kind of phasing out of the river season. Now we're going into some fun camping winter stuff. Yes, yes, absolutely. So nextadventure.net is the uh, place you can go online, or of course here in Portland. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand. And uh, they are wonderful people. I'm going camping this weekend, Sarah, using some of my Next Adventure gear, actually. Because it's Ricketts Fest. Oh we'll my talk about God, that. It's we'll talk Ricketts about that. Fest? Oh. We'll explain that on another day. How did that come up so quickly? Yeah, it always sneaks up on you. Um, but we will, uh, I will definitely be using some Next Adventure gear. So Next Adventure, find sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. All right. Are you going to bring your drinking straw in case you guys run out of water? Yeah, I always bring. Okay. I would, yeah, well, I'll have my drinking straw and I'll have my water filter. Of course. I have both. Of course. I can survive up there for, for days, for days, maybe hours if I really needed to. Um, but... We will, uh, we, anyway, next adventure. So let's, we're going to talk about a couple other things here too before Rick comes in, but I think we need to address a very serious issue that's <laughs> happening with Sarah. Shut up. I'm kind of nervous about it. Don't <laughs> mess just, with me. That these are, this is developing right now as we're recording it's and not, broadcasting It has been podcast. happening and I just, uh, it like seems like it's increasing, I think with a little bit of my, um, like I've had a couple of uh, cups of caffeine now. Yeah. A couple of cups of coffee. Yeah. So and let's, so let's say what's happening, bit. Sarah. All right, for the past, thir- so let's see. So we got back from our cruise that we talked all about yesterday in episode yes. 2080. Yes. Um, so we got back on our crew- from our cruise on Friday. Um, got some good sleep Friday night. I ended up sleeping oh, for we're a we're going like, way back on this, huh? It's not that far okay. back. Okay, all right. Um, then ended up uh, like going out for a bit on Saturday. Had a hard time sleeping Saturday night. And I noticed first thing when I woke up Sunday morning um, that my right eye, the bottom part of my right eye, we was, should say real quick, the Saturday night thing was we went and saw our buddy Kamau Bell. Yes. Uh, w. Kamau Bell, who is now a two-time Emmy winner. And um, we hung out with him for a while. He had 
No yeah. qualms letting us know multiple times that he was Holy a two-time shit, Emmy he winner. Is so funny. So if you've known <laughs> us for a while, or if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that we um, have been long, we've been friends with Kamal for a long time now. Yeah. So um, if you want to look him up, if you don't know who he is, W. Kamal Bell, United um, Shades of America. He just won his second Emmy for it. Oh, he is so funny. So we were sitting there having drinks, and um, you know, because he likes to like flip us shit. And every time he'd start something, it's like, well, as a two-time Emmy Award-winning yeah. uh, person. And we like, didn't oh, like something God. you'd say to him. Be like, well, that's not something you would say to a two-time Emmy winner. And then just turn his back. So, it was hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations to Kamal Bell. Yes. So that yeah, was Saturday really night. Cool. Um, so Sunday morning, I woke up and I had, and I was doing fine. I had some coffee and I started to notice that my eye was twitching. And usually it's like the top of my eye, but for some reason, like the bottom of my right eye was like, super twitchy and it won't like it only does it every once in a while probably about once every i don't know a few minutes like i'll forget about it and then all of a sudden it'll start happening again is it something where you did you go to like look at a mirror to see if it was doing it no so i i finally i only caught it once because it does it for a while but as soon as i look in the mirror just like it stops Oh, at that point, do you start to wonder, is, is it like just in your head? No, because I caught or it once. It like, I caught it once, and it's kind of like doing are, weird But things. then are you sure you caught it, or is it just your mind playing tricks no, on you? No, it is. Because like, are you going insane? Or I've noticed that when I'm talking to other people, sometimes it starts happening, and then I wonder if they're watching it, and if they're like, what's wrong with her eye? Why is she twitching? Is she like possessed by somebody or something? Um, Has anybody brought it up to you? Nobody's brought it up, but I, um, I actually brought it up to one of my friends, and he was talking about, he's like, I wish that they just had some sort of website for people as you got older, like, hey. Just because your eye twitches doesn't mean that, you know, you're dying of cancer or something. <laughs> because that's all you think every time something weird starts to happen to your body. I don't know. I've read a lot about, you know, the weird bug things that are going on. Where, like, bugs are, like, weird bites and stuff. And we did, you know, we were, were on a cruise to Alaska. Not that I'm saying there's a ton of bugs up there right this time of year. But there's different kinds. And maybe you were on a, the ship and some weird thing bit you. And, like, now it's causing things. And, you know, I'm just saying it's possible. That this could be part of the part of the problem. No, well, I was just bugs a, are definitely a concern. It is you not should a, put in there. Well, you, there are bugs you that live in your, at, at the it. base of your eyelashes. Like you, we are well, covered yes. in bugs. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about like weird, strange that's ones. Right. That I'm not covered. really concerned about bugs so much as I can, am I concerned that my body is turning against me. Well, that's what would cause it. Yeah. So bugs. Sunday was the first time I noticed it, and then it kind of faded away like toward the end of the day. And I'm like, all uh-huh. right, I'm just going to go. I went to bed at a reasonable hour, <laughs> although I didn't sleep very well. Yeah. Like, I just. I don't know if it's from the cruise or if it's something in the air. I don't yeah, know. I, I, just, I didn't sleep very well. Last yeah, night. I don't know if it's the changing of the seasons, but I have not had a good night's sleep in the past three nights. Um, so then I woke up yesterday morning, and I'm like, all right, hopefully I got some rest. And it's gone. And all of a sudden, I'm brushing my teeth. I look in the mirror. It's like, that's doing the twitching thing again. I'm like, no. I was twitching again. It was. So then I did all my work yesterday. Uh, last night, I was up working on a painting, went to bed at what I wanted to be a reasonable hour, which was like 11. Um, couldn't fall asleep till about 3. Okay. Um, uh, I probably got a total of like two and a half, three hours of sleep. So I'm like, crap. Okay. I'm, maybe I, I'll just get through the day. Maybe I closed my eyes enough to make sure that the twitch went away. <laughs> Wait, so you were thinking about the twitch the I'm thinking time. about it now because it was two days in a row. Usually I'll have like an eye twitch for a day. Oh, man. Yeah, two days is a long time. Okay, try three because I woke up this morning, Sarah, day three. That's a long time to have that going on. And it's still twitching. I mean, and at it's this making point, me a little nervous, and it does it. I think you have it, to wonder if it's ever going to stop. Like, do you think about it? Like, is this what you're going to have to live with forever? I mean, and you caught it once. That means how many other people have seen it? 
I don't know. How many people have seen it and they just didn't say anything to you? Maybe I'm going to start looking like a snob because I'll, I'll start wearing my sunglasses everywhere and people are going to be like, oh, Sarah thinks that you know she's the coolest, but or really it's just because I don't want people to see my eye twitch. Or it'll be a Seinfeld situation where everybody thinks you're weaking at them. That's exactly it. You know, are you worried about a Seinfeld situation? I was situation? bartending this weekend and I was telling someone about, like, well, they're just going to think you're like George Costanza with the, you know, uh-huh. with the grapefruit in his eye. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. I was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be you. Oh, man. And then I was talking to somebody this else. Is, eye twitches are very... It's got to make you kind of nervous. All right, well, stop talking over me because I want to say, like, eye twitches are kind of divisive because some people Why? are like, they're like, oh, you know, they're weird. I was talking to someone who said that they liked them. Why would you like them? I don't know. They're like, oh, I think it feels kind of, like, interesting. I'm like, I don't like not having control over the bottom of my eyelids spasming. Like, that's... Wait, who likes eye twitches? I don't want to say their name. Why not? Because it's somebody that you know, and like it's their thing. If they like them, I want to know who. No, I'm not going to tell you. Why? Why? I don't know. That's just a weird thing to enjoy. I mean, well, it's not a. There's I nothing know. Wrong well, and also, it. it seems like yeah, it's but just it, a strange thing, and I want to make fun of them for t- it. So I'm wh- not going to tell you. <laughs> no way. <laughs> who enjoys? Not. Like, how? What do they try to trigger their own eye twitches? No, that seems but, like a weird. But I was talking kind of to them about it, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, I don't mind those. I think they feel kind of neat." And I'm like, I, "I bet I can guess who it is. I bet I could guess." It's somebody it's somebody that I know too, huh? We know a lot of the same people. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. I bet I can guess who it is. All right, well anyway. Okay. Anyway, so I was looking up because of course how you should do this. So day 3, my right eye won't stop twitching. And I just said something to Greg, and he's like, he's like, oh, three days? Oh, that's probably pretty bad. Oh, you should probably, he's starting to scare me. Well, yeah, I mean, it's something that definitely you should be concerned with. I should not be concerned with it. So I looked it up online, of course, because that's how you should remedy yourself is, you know. Yeah, no, look it up and find the worst thing possible, and then you know what the worst worst case situation is. That's how you handle the internet. Yeah. Find the worst thing you can possibly find associated with eye twitches, and it's out there. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be like, okay, well, that's the worst case. Then if it's anything better than that, you know, I guess I'm okay. Like, I'm not going to spontaneously combust. That's the worst thing that could happen to me. So I just found... that doesn't happen? Hey! So I guess it's common, at least from Dr. Internet, um, that you can... That uh, eye twitches can last from for, like, a few days to, like, a couple weeks. But if it lasts for more than, like, a a week or two, Uh then that's when you should go in. So that's when you should be really concerned. Okay. But I guess three days is normal, especially, like, if you're exhausted, if you're stressed, which I'm both... And yeah. if you like change your caffeine consumption, which I have, so because um, I haven't had as much coffee, and like because when we were gone on the cruise, I didn't drink as much coffee. Yeah. And now we're back to like you and I splitting like two pots a day. So yeah. Although body's... in all fairness, I think a lot of that is is you because you have your other uh, one outside of this too. That's true. I do have my giant iced coffee. Every yeah. Day. yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think my body's getting readjusted, maybe to all that caffeine. Could be. Uh, so I was looking online, and so or it's bugs. It is not bugs. I mean, so I looked and like, all right. So if it lasts for a couple of weeks, go into the doctor. But then one of the other big things, like right after the, um, all like the things were like you're not going to die because your eye is spasming. Hopefully, are yeah. all of Ish. these ish superstitions about eye twitches? Like what? Did you have you what ever kind heard of superstitions? Of that? Like I've heard like you know if you're um. Was it if something itches and someone's talking? Like if your ears are burning, someone's talking about you. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like if you shiver, somebody's walking over your grave or something. Yes, yes. So this, How does that guess, work? Is that supposed to be your future grave? No, it's the grave you're laying in right now, Greg. What do you think? I mean, uh, but what grave are we talking about? That's what uh, it is? It's probably like the, your future your grave. Your future grave. Yeah. All right. All right, so. Just trying to clarify. <laughs> I was looking at this, and I guess it depends on if you have the eye twitch on your right eye or your left eye, if it's good luck or bad Lopez. luck. Lopez. Yeah, stop saying that. 
All right, so um, so there are a lot of superstitions <laughs> to go along with this. There's a joke there somewhere. I just haven't You're found You're just it really, yet. it's like plopped twice. Yeah. So there's really um, a whole bunch of like superstition about plop this. Plop is so. a terrible word, by the way. Oh, so are your jokes. Plop is... <laughs> <laughs> so, what's it's about? What so, eye spasms, as. which concern an involuntary eye spasm known colloquially as colloquially, as when your eye jumps or twitches without warning or reason. So, there's superstitions that have been associated with this for years, and it has multiple parts to it depending on which eye is affected. Oh, man. So it either means you know you're a witch or something. Or no, no. So it has like it's it's superstition. So on your right eye or your left eye. So most places it just did it right now. It just twitched? It just did. Oh, my God. It happens a lot when I, like, look down and then, like, look around. Oh, oh that man. feels really weird. It's okay. twitching right now as we're sitting it's here. It's not doing it right now, Greg. I know you're busy over there doing a lot, so you can't see my beautiful twitchy eye right now. All right. So, as I said, it was my right eye. So it does say, if your right eye jumps, this is from Scientific American, which totally sounds like a legit website. You- <laughs> that is a legit website. Scientific American? That's a, that's a legit website. Those are two things I'm not interested in reading about. If your right eye jumps, <laughs> whatever, you Harvard are going to hear review. you are going to hear good news. Good news. If your left eye is twitchy, you're going to hear bad news. Uh, so there's another one that says if your Wait, right eye. Wait, why is why is that? Does it explain why that is, or it just says no? It's no, a, that's not on Scientific American, is it? Yes, it is. Scientific American Anthropology. Okay, maybe practice. I'm thinking of the wrong. Yeah. I thought that was like a legitimate. No, so this is this is uh, this is the infamous Trinidadian superstition. Oh, okay, all right. Yes, so uh, their beliefs reflect the ways and explanations that have been bl- blended here. So this is a, a combination of Trinidadian uh, beliefs along with many other cultures around the world. Okay. Also, so here's another one: if your right eye jumps, someone is speaking well of you. But if your left eye is jumpy and twitchy, someone's saying bad things about you. And I guess if you uh, if you someone's uh, saying nice things about you and you think about them and on in your right eye, then it'll stop twitching. Same with your left eye. If you're thinking of somebody and your left eye is twitching, that's the person that's talking bad about you. If it stops, oh god, <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> you're gonna get that in your head. You're gonna be a nightmare if you start I am. following this. I know. I hope I get some sleep tonight. Uh, so this one says, if your right eye jumps, you'll see someone you haven't seen in a long time. If your left eye does, a loved one or friend is doing something behind your back. And maybe in trouble. And maybe in trouble or doing mm-hmm. something behind your back? Doing something behind your back. It seems and like two different kinds of things. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it's So, who did you think of when it stops? I wasn't thinking of any because I, as soon as I it think about stopped. it, it starts. Yeah, it just keeps going. Okay, so nobody's, so nobody's saying anything good about yeah, you? Yeah, I guess that nobody what? has anything <laughs> good to say. <laughs> You're just running through different I'm not going to stick mind? with that one. I'm going I'm, I'm to stick with the hear good news. Uh-huh. Hmm. You can pick and choose which superstition you want to believe. So I'm picking that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, alternative theories that I'm taking a look here in the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club live chat. Uh, Mr. Jenke says your eye is full of tiny worms. That could be part of it, too. I mean, really? like I said, I'm still thinking the bug bite, like an actually more scientific answer could be I don't think I got any bug bites. You didn't get any bug bites? I mean, I might. Uh, maybe. Okay. Because I yeah. think that uh, it could be... It could be that something's infected you. All I right. Mean, that's so it says, yeah, the possible. right eye jerking is going to bring you a good sign. For instance, you may gain money or good news. Oh, I like both of those things. Well, money and good news are good. Mm. Yeah, those are all, all right. But things. some of the possible reactions for, where your eye, for why your eyes might be twitching. Allergic reactions, which it did kind of start right when I got back to Portland where I have had horrible allergies. Oh, no. Um, mental stress. Uh-huh. I did spend a lot of time with Greg. 
Um, yeah. Lack of proper food. Okay. Inflammation in my eye. My eyelid isn't inflamed. I mean, I think these are each one of these things are individual things you should worry about. Yeah, I know. They're entirely possible. Just piece them apart. And worry well, yeah, I mean, all of these them. things could be things that are absolutely happening to you right now. Okay. I mean, I think you should definitely worry about it. Um, I think that, you know, at this point, I'm, nobody's saying anything good about you, so I don't know what that says. But you're not wow. getting anything. Well, because, I mean, if you're following this, if you're following this logic. Yeah. But your left eye is not not twitching, so nobody's saying anything bad about you either. Supposedly, but then there's also a gender divide, which um, which this is an older article, too. So maybe it's just maybe it just doesn't matter anymore. But it does say that some. I mean, if some, it's superstitions, I don't know if that's really. Because some is that them, something that you yeah, some change like, over. Time? It depends if on the right is good or bad. If you're female or male, some of them say that it's it's all like I don't see why an eye twitch gender would matter. I don't. I don't know either. But yeah. then again, you know, why would it matter that when your eye is twitching that someone? If you think about somebody, that means they're saying something good about you. You know, I think there's a lot of holes in. That's not the one the I'm choosing to believe. It's the one about money and positive, uh, positive okay. gains. And there's and a money. gender divide on that one. No, there's a gender divide in which eye is the positive and which one is the negative. Oh my god, so stressful. Like this is why your eye is going to start twitching. It already it's trying is. to understand all of this. Yeah, this is confusing. Has anybody else been having a hard time sleeping? Do you think is it is it I have one of those? Been. Yeah. Is it one of those like? Transitions in the universe where there's some like you're the one Venus that's into like you're the one that's now into the superstitions and you got your rock and your labradorite. I do have my labradorite. Yep. Yeah. What what is the labradorite? Labradorite. It's a magical like stone. I don't know. It makes me like magical. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it just makes me magical. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly what's causing all of this, but I can say that yes, I definitely did have uh, some trouble sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is absolutely true. Did anybody like keep you up? Did did you hear um, from any of your spirit friends who were just like, "We missed you, Craig." My spirit friends? Oh God, no! I haven't your, had any of that any of going roommates? on. I haven't had any of that going on, so that's been actually okay. But yeah, it's a lot to think about. Okay, good talk. Yeah, I know. Sorry. No, I've just I just haven't been sleeping. I don't know what's going on. I definitely don't have any eye twitches though, so that's not that hasn't been an issue. Okay, so I'm taking a look here. Um, Mr. Jenkins says Sarah's eye is in retrograde. Uh, Courtney <laughs> says, I haven't slept well for over a month. And uh, Edward says, I blame the flat earth for this. So these are all different theories that we could be testing out right that now. That could be it. Mm-hmm. Well, should we, I have some world of crazy. Should we go to that or should we wait for Rick? What do you think? Well, I'm wondering because I believe he was going to be here right about now. So I'm wondering if maybe we take a break. I mean, he's pretty prompt. Yeah, so maybe we take a quick break. But I did find some good world of crazy. Um, well, let's, let's do this. Let's take a quick break and then we'll uh, double check with uh, where he's at. And then, uh, assuming he's here, we'll bring him back on, and we can do some World of Crazy after that. And Rick can stay on for that. Yeah. And then, uh, if not, we'll come back on and do some World of Crazy. How's that? I think that all sounds great. This all sounds Amazing. wonderful. And thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back in a second with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. I forgot to hit record. So. I know. Oh, we're so happy to see you. <laughs> well, you Yay! Did, you didn't record the first no, we're part right of the here. show? Yeah. No. Oh, no, no. no. We're okay. Fine. Oh, God. We're, we're right. good. Right. I just wanted to scare you. Yes, uh, we did. Welcome back <laughs> to Fun Employment Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking about it. It's been far too long. Far too long. Since this gentleman has joined us here on the show. It is <laughs> one of our favorite people, Rick Nickerson. Hello, Rick. Rick, hello cheers. to you. Ooh. Cheers. All right, well, we already get to cheers yeah. because Rick yeah. is here. Uh, <laughs> we should talk about, so Rick, the name of your company, I want to make sure I say it right. Merchant Duvin. Correct. Okay. Yes. Good. Yes. yes. Nailed All right. it. 
So what are we? Um, so let's well let's cheers, a cheers, cheers first. Welcome cheers. back, Rick. Mm. Thank you. It's really really good to see you oh, guys. It's so, so good, good to have to you back on you. here. And um, we should talk about you know what this uh, what this is that you're working for, like what this new company is. So uh, Merchant of Inn is a uh, an importer of. Well, I'm a little biased, but in my opinion, some of the finest beers in the world. Um, I just tasted this, and this is one of the best things I've ever tasted. No, this uh, you are drinking the Eyinger Oktoberfest Marzen. Um, Did you hear that, Greg? I'm drinking an Eyinger Oktoberfest Marzen. <laughs> Oktoberfest Marzen. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we've been importing um, these great European beers for uh, 40 years since 1978. Wow. So uh, when you think about it, that really was a beer wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, in, 19, in 1948? Uh, 78. Or 78, 78. 48, definitely. But, 48, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 78, um, you know, there was Bud, Miller, Coors, Yingling, a few others, and that was really the environment that that was the beer scene, uh, for lack of a better term then. Yeah, that was uh, what they had. That's right. what they had, you know, and we were one of the first companies to come over with uh, with these fantastic beers. Um uh, and we're going to go through a couple of them today. I so. love it. So how long have you been with this company so far? Just a little over a year. Congratulations. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Oh, it, my – I've never seen you, like, speak so much with a passion about, um, you know, beer in general that you have with this amazing, you know, product that you have that you brought with you. Well, when you when you start to look at the, the full portfolio – so we actually represent 10 different breweries. Um, there is uh, – um, uh, that, that spread four different countries. Uh, actually, currently, we just picked up a fifth country. So we have five different countries that we sell beer to Ooh, or countries. sell beer from. Um, and I brought a smattering of – I've got some English beer. I've got some German beer. I've got some amazing uh, Belgian uh, fruit beer. And then I have perhaps one of the best beers in the world, uh, the Orval, which is a Trappist monastery beer. Oh, is this the one that we were talking about when we met for beers? Absolutely. Okay. Because yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, Rick actually brought this whole like uh, sheet of all the different kinds of like ales and different fruit beers mm-hmm. and everything there yeah. were. And Greg and it, we were like kids in a candy store. He's like, Rick's like, which ones do you want to try? And we're like, oh God, we can circle them. <laughs> how did the uh, How did your friend like the uh, the gluten free beer? She loved it. Pretty good. Huh? Loved it. Yeah. yeah, because she, you know, there aren't a lot of like decent options, and she is a really like she's passionate about beer drinking, yeah. and she doesn't really get to do it a lot. Jen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that you ended up the the gluten free one for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and that was funny. The gluten free beer, like that company, has made gluten free beer for what forever, right? That's they actually That's started like what they do. Yeah, he actually started in uh, um, uh, two thousand one, I believe, is when uh, when David started the uh, the Greens label. And he's a, a, a celiac himself, mm-hmm. and again, a beer lover. Yeah, but couldn't drink it, so he he put together this recipe and uh, uh, the. The ingredients give such a full malt body without being malt, which, yeah. you know, is what kills the the celiac, right? So, um, but yet it gives all the flavors. I mean, I, I'm not a celiac, thank God. Yeah. And I can still enjoy that beer. So, right. You know, that's, that's saying, saying something, right? too. Yeah. Right? Like, totally. Um, so, anyways, what you guys have now is from Iyengar, which I'll do my little sales pitch now. Ooh, well, yeah, please. we should talk about this, too, because you went over to Europe. Yeah, I actually uh, uh, when you started for this company. Yeah, they actually uh, they really invest in their employees and what we're all about. And really, when you're selling these kind of beers, these these take an immersion process, right? Yeah. Like, and so they they uh, they invest in all new employees to go over for two weeks and visit wow. all ten of That's our breweries. It's so cool. I I wish you could see my smile <laughs> 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 because it is. I mean, it 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 truly was an experience of a lifetime. Uh, uh, from just the historic nature of it to uh-huh. uh, to really um, 
understanding that, you know, uh, it's tough for me because I'm not, quote unquote, a local brewery, right? Like all right. my beers are from Europe. But when you look at this, these guys as a whole, everything they do started and ended with locality, right? Yeah. I mean, these breweries use the ingredients that were near their brewery and, and supported the local communities. When you go back to some of these that are a thousand years old, that's how the community got the beer was from wow. these tiny purveyors that that brewed out of necessity and out of uh, a passion. That's which, so cool. So like every drink is, that is there like tastes like exactly where it came from. It's terroir. Yeah. You know, it really it really uh, it, it makes a difference. Well, and it's one of those things too you forget about how important a brewery was. I mean, not only just because hey, we all love beer, but also just water. <laughs> Potable like, water. Potable water, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the you know, because you couldn't drink a lot of the water, so this is what you would drink. And a lot of the German breweries, uh, you know, with with being religious, uh, we have beers that are that are Lent, quote-unquote, oh. Lent beers <laughs> that, that were made you fast during the day, so you drank these Doppelbocks because they were your liquid bread, right? <gasps> so so it really is dinner in a bottle. A dinner in a bottle, <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's pretty smart. <laughs> in fact, one of the beers from uh, from Eyinger, the Erweiss, is, uh, is basically... Um, I believe it translates to dark bread or, or or liquid bread. Oh wow! And it's about the fact that that those were that's how they sustained themselves. Was uh, you know if you didn't have uh, the heavy beers, you know that's uh-huh. that's caloric intake. It's all those great things. Yeah. And and the simple fact that the Germans particularly are notoriously. Um, uh, protective and and the brew, beer has to be brewed a certain way. Yeah. There isn't any of this great Northwest stuff where you add this and add that and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. it's it's four ingredients: it's malt, water, hops, yeast. That's it. It's very efficient. Yes. Yeah. Well, shockingly, <laughs> right? <laughs> so the Eyinger Marzen that you guys are trying, they brew, actually brew it back in in March, and that's why it's a Marzen. So, oh, okay. okay. So it actually, and it, it lagers for the entire summer. So I'm kind of embarrassed I didn't realize that. I never thought about that. Like, Mars. Pretty and, oh. embarrassing, Greg. That's okay. Mars. We yeah. also have a Maybach that's a, a May celebration beer. But, you know, the, the thing with the, the real, I think, difference between American breweries and European breweries, this beer is brewed in March. It lagers all summer long. So that means it has time to attenuate and to mellow. So does it need that time to get to the taste? To get to the taste. You know, any breweries mostly in in the United States, lagers are still a quick turn. They want to get those beers out as fast as they can, right? So these guys are more about making sure the quality is first and foremost, not sales, not... um, not a proliferation of the brew. Yeah. It's right. really about you brew it, you let it lager, and then it's ready for consumption. What is this taste? It. it has such a unique flavor to it. It's that's the malt. That's is that the malt. That's the yeah. malt base that they use. Um, you got some Munich malts in there. Um, everybody uses a little two row pale, um, and then it's the malt. It's it's actually all of it. It's the harmonious balance yeah. of all four ingredients. I mean, they have great water. They have great techniques. They have great malts and they have great, and they don't use hops like we do. Obviously, as you tasting these beers, they're not right. they're not about hops. They're really about <clears throat> yeah, it's a really f- not bitter. Yeah, it's like almost a sweetness, but it's not sweet. It's like I don't know, it's just like a really full body. And that's where flavor. that lager comes from. Mm-hmm. So as it lagers, you get that sweetness, but it finishes clean, mm-hmm. and you don't have that heavy mouthfeel. That's exactly yeah. what it is because yeah. it's sweet, but doesn't have yeah. like that finishing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it. It is. 
As we both say here, sorry, we're, this is torture for everybody. Yep, and we'll take pictures of all that. of these bottles. Too. We'll have that all up there. So that everyone so, can see. And yeah. again, what was the name of this one? This one is the uh, Ianger Oktoberfest Marzen. Ianger. A little bit. A Y I N G E R. Yeah, so it's I N G E R. I N G E R. And where can you get these? These are you're going to find these, especially the the, the Oktoberfest because it is so popular. Our uh-huh. friends at uh, Trader Joe's take pretty good care of us there. Oh, okay. wonderful! Uh, Whole Foods, New Seasons. Um, I just bought this one from our friend up at uh, John's Market. Oh, nice! So you can find the Oktoberfest at John's Market. I will say, as a sales guy, the the tough part is these are imports, so we do get a little boxed out of some of the larger grocery store chains. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, other than that. Uh, all your fine beer stores, Belmont Station. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. they're specialty beers. So yeah. they need, they can if be you want, places. I'll be doing an incredible uh, Hammerschlagen event over at Prost on the 27th of September. Yes, I want to be there. Yes. What is a Hammerschlagen event? Ham- I, want, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds awesome. I want to know that Rick is hosting the Hammerschlagen. <laughs> and I'll be wearing a full... Yes, please. Yes, you I, have the leader hose and everything. Leader hose and yes. everything, dude. I ordered. Did the them. company provide that? Uh, they they let me expense it. So yes, um, <laughs> that's awesome. I've actually got a picture of the hammer slogan for you to for you to visualize this because it's it's quite quite impressive. So um, it is basically a six inch piece of wood round um, that you take a two pound three pound hammer and try to hammer a nail into it. Hammerschlagen. Oh my I mean, God. come on, it's self-explanatory. <laughs> and that piece that I built is about almost waist high. I'm going to have to roll it into the bar because it's so enormous. It's probably 85 pounds. Oh, Greg, I want to see. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a giant ridiculous. cut of a, of a log. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Oh, So you wow. have to try to hammer a two to three inch nail into it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a 16D. I, I got the instructions offline. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, can anybody do this? Oh. Have you tried it? I have. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's um, it's difficult, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. you know, um, we should invite our buddy Timber Joey to come out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. yeah. that would be awesome. No, he's, a, he's a good friend of ours. I bet we could get him out oh, there. that would be cool. Well, we'll see unless there's Timber stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'll bribe him yeah. with good beer. All right. I'm going <laughs> to... Let's uh, let's keep drinking. Um, I'm already done with mine. All right. Greg. All right. Take off your training wheels. Let's go. Greg, I, I expected more from I you. know. I know. I'm, I'm disappointing. <laughs> oh, so what is this next batch? I like the shape of the bottle. So uh, this is from... Probably one of the most iconic breweries, I think, in the world that really gets overlooked, but was was one of the instrumental pieces in the craft beer revolution, I think, in the 70s and 80s. Um, this is from Samuel Smith's Brewery out of Tadcaster, England. Okay. Wow. Um, Samuel Smith has been family-owned for um, seven generations. Wow. Um, yeah. No, that's uh, 1758. Um, in fact, Holy they crap. they sunk the well that they still pull water off of in 1758. That's Damn. unheard of in America. Seven like, generations. Wow. Yes. Same place. And this brewery in particular, I could go on for days on. I mean, they use Yorkshire slate squares for brewing. And anybody that, that brews or uh, that listens to your show that's into beer will know that the Slate Squares are probably – they're the only brewery in the world that uses these on a, on a mass scale like they do. They're giant, deep slates of, 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 uh, of stone. Wow. And it's an open-top fermentation. You can actually— Can I taste it? It's yeah. an open-top yeah, fermentation. Open ter- you can look in and see it. You can actually—you'll pass out if you did because basically when, when beer brews, what it leaves on top is a, a, a foamy layer of CO2, uh-huh. which is 
free of oxygen. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so, so you don't want to you oh, want to be there. Apricot. Yeah. I was like, what is that sweetness? That's delicious. So uh, what I brought, and and they have a full line, and I'm, I'm I apologize, I didn't bring another one of those classic brewing styles to show you, but um, one beer that you might be familiar with from them is the oatmeal stout. Okay. Um, their oatmeal stout is um, the benchmark for an oatmeal stout. Their Taddy Porter is what brewers here, particularly like, like John Harris from Ecliptic, uh-huh. um, when he started, these were the brews, these were the beers that he had to kind of try to emulate, right? Like there wasn't an IPA to speak of, Anchor Steam, maybe one other, but um, there wasn't those, that 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 swath of beer. So, you know, these these were and still are the craft beer. Like these are the models that this everybody is the goes model. after. This is the model. So they um, these are all organic fruit line that they have. This is the apricot that we're trying right now. And I joke, um, you know, the apricot tastes like apricot. The <laughs> the raspberry tastes like raspberry. The snozberry <laughs> tastes like snozberry. I was hoping that was where you were oh, going. Oh, yeah, I totally okay. was. <laughs> but they, so but they it have, doesn't taste like a, a sickly sweet. Like it doesn't taste like an imitation fruit. It's all yeah. organic yeah. fruit. It's all organic fruit. And they're amazing water. Um, yeast strain, all of those pieces go in to make this a refreshing fruit beer without being a syrupy mess. And it's not like too heavy either. No, no. Oh, and nice. all those local ingredients. Mm-hmm. From and, mm. and where was this one at? I this is out of this is out of uh, Yorkshire, England. Okay, and uh, uh, and they take a lot of pride. I mean, they they didn't have to make this a USDA certified organic, right? Yeah, but they did. It's UK certified organic and United States certified organic. So wow, they really put the time and the effort. Um, and again, they're a beautiful brewery. Um, I actually got to go visit it, and uh, they still draw the beer around town on a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> Talk about tradition, right? Wow. wow. Like, that's how they do it. They have these horses called the Gray Shires, which are a, a Clydesdale uh, version. Oh, the ones with the big... Yeah, big hooves, oh, the big... and, and, the, and oh. they're, they're, all, they're all white, gray, uh, and they keep them on the property, on the brewery grounds, and they have all the... I mean, I, And they're I, just I, enormous, aren't they? They're huge. Oh, like, man. The, the lower part of his jaw is probably above my head. Wow. Yeah. We had some yeah. neighbors with Clydesdales growing up, and they are, yeah. I don't monstrous. think I've ever seen a Clydesdale. Like, they're, very fact, they're, they're unreal. Yeah. Shockingly, yeah. I took a ton of pictures while I was there. <laughs> some I remember, some I don't. Um, but may I refresh what, my beverage while you do that? Please do oh, so. Yes. What was it like going yeah, on in this you. property where I'm still fascinated by seven generations? So do they all live there? Um, well, young, there's, a, there's young Samuel, and he is the seventh. And then his father, Humphrey, is the current... CEO, chairman of the brewery. But yeah, they, you know, Humphrey still walks to work. I mean, wow. they they live wow. and breathe Yorkshire. Like, that's what they are. Um, How big is Yorkshire? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, is it like closer to a city? Is oh, it yeah, somewhere yeah. Between? yeah, okay, yeah, yeah it's more big. of a city, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, you know, uh, I had never been to Europe, so going over there was all these quaint little pubs and, and, uh, um, and, and getting to see, like, how all these things are made. Oh, and it's just, and, you know, this brewery, you know, most breweries you guys have probably been to, it's all, you know, pushed through. This is all gravity-fed. So everything starts from the top and works its way down. Wow. So it's still brewed in, like, that old style. Only, they, of... they, they haven't changed. I'm not kidding you, Greg. I have a picture of coal. <laughs> they still use coal to fire their kettles. Wow. Okay? That's, the, I mean, this is, they actually still have a, uh, a cooper that makes the barrels. And you have to spend five years in apprentice before you can become a cooper. Wow! So it is it is beyond serious. Like these guys, these guys are no joke. I'm, I got so many church pictures 
Um, <laughs> oh, I bet. Rick's yeah. going through his phone right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just so do the, cho- do the children of, you know, the people automatically just become, oh, my God, that horse is huge. Yeah, yeah, and he's a, he's a, he was a poop, too. He likes to kick his wall, and so they have to let him walk around, and I'm terrible with my phone. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, no, but, that, that, uh, that is a huge horse. Yeah, yeah. There's a better picture with just kind of the size of him. Yeah, so he is, yeah. what, about like nine feet tall? Yeah, I, I, I think they measure him in hands, don't they? Um, yeah, I think so. And I can't remember how, what the... Yeah, that's a, yeah. Hu- that's a huge horse. Uh, one more, one, one last horse. picture, and then we'll get back to drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, so I wonder if like... No. This, this is a horseshoe. They're 18 hands tall, or Clydesdales. Yeah, this okay. is a horseshoe from one of the horses, and it doesn't give you a... Vis- a, 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 a a perception of it, but that's the size of a toilet seat. So the horseshoe for these glides for these these horses are it's the size of a toilet seat. Yeah, wow. yeah. No, this was the largest and heaviest horse in the world at the time. Oh that's my ridiculous. gosh! Yeah, and his name was Extra Stout. <laughs> oh, of course it was. <laughs> all right. So is it all of the family that gets involved, like from generation to generation? Oh yeah, or is absolutely. It one person, yeah, absolutely. So it's they just always... know that they're going to be involved in the brewery. Like, well, that's yeah, just the way they're raised. Yep. And in Europe, particularly, um, at least with the brews, I would assume it's with a lot of businesses over there. Yeah. Uh, male heir has to go to a male heir. Gotcha. Oh. So they got that old, yeah. that old school old. kind of mentality of it. So, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, there has to be a male heir, or it'll go to a cousin, or it'll go to. Luckily, with Samuel they still Smith, still do that. Oh yeah, yeah. With in fact, Iyengar, which we just got to visit, um, um, the. Uh, the, we call him the, the prince to be, mm. um, heir apparent. He <laughs> had a girl first, and they just got pregnant. Thank goodness with a boy, um, because if you look through Have the, any lin- of these women fought back. Like, no. Hey, I want to do this. Yeah, it's, a, well, it's a different. It's, it's a, a different, different place. Yeah, it's a different place, and and honestly, some of these places, like in Iyengar particularly, um, the brewmaster is the mayor. I mean, he's not officially the mayor, but he baptizes people. He, I mean, the brewmaster. Oh, it's master, a whole like it's a whole it's a whole thing. thing. I mean, they have out, like the brewer wears a specific. Uh, I don't call it a costume, but yeah. an outfit. An outfit. There yeah. you go. <laughs> um, that he is expected to wear all the time because he's the brewmaster. Yeah, it's a whole. Trying to finish the apricot one. It's a whole different thing. I am surprised they've stuck with the male air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I think for me, when I you know because I. I'd like to but think of myself tradition. as an evolved human, but at the same time, you're like the tradition that they that they refuse to bend from. I will say that I have known you for a while now, and you've never treated me as a second class <laughs> citizen because I am a lady. Yeah, my my, <laughs> so my wife might hear this too, so that's good. <laughs> oh, you're, yeah, I know <laughs> your life. Your wife might kick your ass. Yeah. Oh my God, this is a little strong. I'm like your life might kick your ass. <laughs> well, and the other thing that you'll find about all of the European breweries is there. I mean, there are some. We've got some Belgian beers that are nine. You know, ten percent. But uh, the idea isn't to get you hammered, right? It's about mm. having you sit and enjoy the beverage and really. I mean, it's such good flavors. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. My gosh. the Iyengar was five point five. The Samuel Smiths is five percent. Um, the the next one that we're going to try, and I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, the Lindemans, yes. uh, the Frambois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that that has become synonymous with the brewery um, because it is such a, a, a part of who they are. Um, the Lindemans, I feel like it's so uh, overlooked and and kind of uh, it's a sweet fruit beer. You know, these are this is like champagne. This technically you can only call a beer a lambic if it Ooh. comes from the Seine Valley in Belgium. Oh, it's a forty mile kind of radius where they have identified these different yeast strains, and it's called wild fermentation. Um, you know, most breweries have to inoculate a beer. You yeah, know, when yeah. you're brewing it, you add the yeast to it. The yeast does its its magic. 
produces yeah. alcohol, drops out. This is basically an open flat uh, container that they open the windows up at the brewery and yeast just whatever floats in is what brews the beer. Wow. So yeah. it's just wow. natural. It's, it's naturally it's controlled. It's, yeah. what, it's what how beer started. I mean, you know, the Egyptians didn't have a recipe. They left bread out. It got wet. A yeast got in it, and then they drank that. Well, I were like, oh, sh- I got a little. <laughs> you can swear it's okay. There's something <laughs> yeah. to this, you yeah. know? And and so that is exactly what these guys have continued on uh, for thousands of years. It smells like a strawberry milkshake. It's like, it reminds me of Smucker's Jam. Oh, I haven't tasted it yet. And what, and this is Lindemann's? And- it's, it's the strawberry. So a strawberry lambic. Uh, and basically lambic is, hang on, I want to get some of this too. It's Holy like a dessert. crap. It tastes like a dessert. But oh, no. not overly – I'm not a big sweet person, and this is not mm-hmm. overly sweet. It's got a nice tartness to the finish. It does. It has like a finishing tart. And what that is is so they have the lambic beer, and it's a um, – once they once they, and once they the, the wild yeast floats in, does its thing, starts the fermentation process, this goes into oak um, – they're called foders. Yeah. Um, uh, New Belgium does it with their sour beers. And when you put it inside and you get that, that, um, that oak in there, it adds these – these unique flavors. It, so you, does it change uh, uh, depending on the batch? Like what comes No, that's in? the beauty of it. Yeah. They actually, they blend it back. Okay. And so when they blend it, they're able to uh, keep the flavor profile consistent. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you drink a beer, you really do want it to be the same every time you drink it. Yeah. You know, there's certain beers that you're like, yeah. oh, it's a different year. It's supposed to be. But this really is supposed to be the same every time you try it. Okay. Um, they do have their, their – I didn't bring it. I, I wanted to. I couldn't find it in the store. It's called Cuvée René, which is their, um, their, their sour. So basically the beer okay. before it gets the fruit added to it. That's what so, makes it sour? Yeah. That, okay. And then, you know, this is, this is all natural fruit. I mean, these guys really take a lot of pains to ensure – and again, this started out – they, they can only brew this beer in the wintertime. Because um, that's when the that's when the temperatures are right for these types of yeast. So this beer literally was out of necessity. They farmed all summer, and then come wintertime, they could brew the beer. So wow. this beer is technically wow. only brewed in the cold months. And so these guys have to really think through the whole year on production and all the rest of these things so mm-hmm. that they can – but it's literally from probably October through March is their brewing season. And then after that, then they got to wait again. They got to wait again. Wow. So it's wow. really, really unique. Yeah. Again, let me reset. This is Rick Nickerson from Merchant Duvin. Did I say it correctly? <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> Greg and I are both fearing that we're going to say it incorrectly. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, some people call Merchant because it's. Okay. It's, that's. I think that's what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Yes, I, we're very hoity toity. Yeah, Merchant I'm, Duvin. Yeah. Which Mer- it is funny because Vin is wine. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the, the, <laughs> the really funny part of the 40 years story is our, our founder went over to Europe initially to. to Starting an import wine company, and he'd already named the company Merchant Duvin. And so he was intending on doing <laughs> wine, wine, but yeah. then he got over there and actually hooked up with Michael Jackson, the writer of the you know the the best beers in the world. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that not, Michael not, Jackson, not, not that right. Michael Jackson, <laughs> not, not the other yeah. one. Yeah, um, and and he was what helped us kind of propel us into the United States because they didn't know he wrote the book, and you can only why why buy a book in America that you can't get any beers for. So he was right. kind Fair of that <laughs> that that catalyst that helped us move the needle and get these beers over to the United States. So oh, how long uh, have they been over in the U.S. now? They did 40, 40 years. Forty years. Forty okay. years. Yep. Wow. Oh yeah, seventy eight is what you said, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Chug a lug, Donna. And the beauty of this one too, I use this in champagne. 
It makes a phenomenal mimosa. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to no, um, no, be no. disrespectful no, to it. No. like that with some bubbles would be delightful. That, I also mix it with bourbon. It makes Ooh. a great cocktail mixer as well. I'm getting ready to go on a ladies weekend this weekend. I might need to grab some of that with the champagne. They do larger bottles and they do smaller bottles too. So uh, we Thank just came you. out with 8.45 ounces that are good for single pours. Because the reality is they are a little bit sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be a little bit much for some folks. I could drink them all day long, but that's mm. the alcoholic in me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Shh. You're in control. Shh. How was Leavenworth? You just got back, right? It was amazing. I bet that place is so amazing. You Leavenworth, know, Washington is set up like, for anybody who doesn't know, it's kind of like, like a, a little German, German village. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> this is the, oh, see, this is how oh. fancy it is because it's alive. And so it's actually oh, it's warmed alive. up a little bit. And so it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit active. Um, oh, do you want a paper towel? If you, yeah, I have some. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. It's live, everybody. It's live. How many different countries did you go to? Five. Five countries. Yeah, yeah. we just picked up a new, we actually got to, uh, uh, thank you. Uh-huh. Um, we got to sneak to our newest that we picked up, but I wasn't allowed to talk about it because it was uh, totally top secret. Oh. Gotcha. And uh, we just picked up one of the remaining uh, Trappist Monasteries, which is one of the beers that we're going to try right now. Yeah. Oh, so if anyone doesn't know what a Trappist Monastery is, please to be telling. So uh, Trappist Monastery is a a religious organization or a religious place where they they actually brew beer on site and they've been doing so at some of these locations for hundred well some of them hundreds of years some yeah. of them just a couple hundred basically uh, the Benedict just a couple hundred. just a couple hundred. <laughs> yeah. that's just it so the uh, the idea is is the beer has to be brewed on site it has to be or sixty uh, percent uh, of the uh, the profits the proceeds have to go to charity. Okay. Um, and uh, I know there's another damn rule, and I can't remember what it is. That's all right. <laughs> two out of three ain't yeah. bad. <laughs> um, but uh, um, it's these. Th- there are only. Well, they finally allowed one in the United States. I'll keep my opinion on that to myself. Because um, <laughs> a, a Trappist monastery shouldn't make IPAs and shouldn't have a seasonal program. I'll leave it at that. That does okay. seem a little odd. <laughs> okay. So what I'm what I'm pouring for uh, for Greg and Sarah right Ooh. now is. Um, I think out of the 12, perhaps th- it's my favorite. I shouldn't say the best. All right. This it's is the one that favorite. you've been saying. Yeah. yeah. So the one we're trying is from a, a, a monastery called Orval. And um, oh. a little bit of history on the on the beer, on the, the monastery. It's founded in 1040. Uh, the lore goes. 1040. 1040 okay, AD. Okay, just wanted to yeah, make sure. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the lore goes that um, Princess Matilda was, uh, was traveling through Belgium. Uh, after the after the loss of her husband, and obviously very sad, she sat down next to a creek, and her wedding ring fell off into the creek. And obviously very distraught over that, she went to pray and came back to that spot, and on the bottle you'll see a trout with a ring in its mouth. And lore has it, I see it. that the trout brought back her ring. Um, wow! And so, oh, I love some yeah, good lore. I know, right? Oh, that's so great! <laughs> and at that point, at that point, they uh, she bequeathed the land to the church, and uh, so the church has been there. The monastery's been there since 1040. Um, burned to the ground in 10 or 1280, and then Napoleon, who wasn't a big fan of of religion, went ahead and raised it to the ground again in 1748 or whatever. Whenever the whenever he went through. Oh wow! Um, but. Um, the ruins are still there, and then the new monastery is there as well. And the new being 1700s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Have you tried it yet, Greg? No. I haven't either. Right, so I wish, 
um, I wish I had the proper big glass for you because uh, it's got a copper color. Um, it is triple fermentate, fer- fermented. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets the initial fermentation. Have we told a, you guys this beer is good? Okay. <laughs> it gets a second fermentation, and then the magic happens. They actually add a little Britannomyces, which is a bacteria. Okay. Uh, so when you when you have sour beers, um, this is my favorite. This is that's one of those crazy bacteria that brewers love to use. Okay. So they put a little Britannomyces in at the very end, and so this beer actively changes over the next three to five years. So yes, I did say three to five years. I know most of everybody thinks you got to drink beer fresh. Oh yeah. Only when it's meant to be drink fresh. This is this this has it actually has a five year date on the bottle. Tells you when it was brewed and when it's best buy. Oh my god, best buy twenty twenty two. There you have it. And that so is cr- this is honestly my favorite. It's it's this is so smooth. It's smooth. It's got this hoppy. It's got this dryness. This brute like quality that you almost mm-hmm. like it, it. It dries your mouth out, but it actually I think it just in- encourages you to go back in for another drink. I mean, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I wish the palate. I wish you could get it into the <laughs> glass all at once because it has this magical. Um, head on it that almost ends up like a moose. Um, it, 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 it just, I have a clear glass in there if you want me to grab one. We could, just, to, just, to, it, just, just to, to pour the rest of it. Yeah, it really we'll take does. a picture of it, too, for this episode. Yeah. Um, I should have brought uh, the proper glass where I didn't have any at my house. They have these beautiful goblets that the beer comes in, and uh, um, it, it, it truly is. I mean, any any brewer you go to, any any beer geek that you talk to, this really is the epitome of of um, the science of, of beer, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the whole... Like with all of that, those different processes in it. Yeah. And it, and it truly is. They make one beer. It also has, can't see it, but the Skittle-shaped bottle is unique only to Orval. Um, and it really is, it just, it, it's the way it... it it holds everything uh, at the bottom of this. You'll actually, you can't see it, but as I was talking with the Britannomyces, mm-hmm. what happens is, is once it dies out, it settles to the bottom. And you've got uh, basically a, a, a high, uh, high quality Hi. vitamin on the, on the bottom of that. It's vitamin B really? is what it is. Yeah. So you can drink the bottom of it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In fact, tech, you see how active, I mean, that's, I'm, oh, I'm, a, yeah. pretty, I'm a pretty good Horror, and that and, is has a huge head. And you can't. Yeah, just, there's a huge see, head. On see, it. So watch at the very end when I when I finish this up. Again, this is the Orval um, Trappist Ale. So let's see if it'll. If, see how it gets a little darker. Oh, it is. See, see the see the the end of the the end of the beer. That's all. I don't want to call it dead because that sounds gross, but. <laughs> it does sound gross. <laughs> it, it's it's the it's the end of the yeast life cycle in that bottle. And so, <laughs> entire civilization has right? made that beer. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, God, I love this beer so much. Oh, I want to watch Rick love his beer. I'm taking a picture of it right now. Oh, that is a man in love right there. <laughs> 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 He's like, I know I brought it for you guys a sample, but, but uh, God, screw damn, you. So <laughs> it is really good. Yeah. So, so what all do these monks do, like, other, other than brewing the beer? I mean, monks' life consists of three things. Eight hours of prayer, eight hours of work. Eight hours of sleep. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Some of them don't speak. Um, some of them. Some of them do imbibe a little bit. We actually at one of our other monasteries that we went to, uh, Rochard, um, uh, the monk there actually enjoyed a few beers with us, and then was like, "And now I must go pray." 
That's it. It's time's done. Not because yeah. like I'm out. Not because he did anything bad. No, just just, just uh, it is it's, prayer time. It's, it's prayer time. So, um, um, yeah, it's 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 truly it's it's still beer, but it really is just this whole. But it has nut. such a history to it. I yeah. mean, I think that's why Greg is such a nerd for it too, because it has right. the history and it has oh, the good yeah. taste and it has the alcohol. But I mean, it's right. Yeah, I mean, it tastes together. amazing, but it's the the connotation. Just knowing that, and I love. You know, I mean, I love travel, and obviously, I'm not going to be able to go to a monastery. But this is what you, you know, know a guy, though. They, I know a guy. You know, that's a true. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. In fact, my you know good, somebody. my good friend from Roscoe's is over at Iyengar right now. Really? Yeah, he's over for Oktoberfest. So I sent Jeremy and his wife are enjoying a delicious dinner at uh, at Eying, hopefully right now. Oh, wow. Well, if you'd ever like to send uh, anybody mm. else over there, I mean, we'd be more than happy to accommodate you. We you take know, lots of pictures. I yeah. was going to say, a little, <laughs> a little traveling uh, you know, podcast. Who I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I think that's what we've been working towards, so uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And I mean, that we just covered four of the ten <laughs> breweries that I have, so... Please have me back. Yeah. We have other Absolutely. beers to discuss. One of our friends in the chat is pointing out. So far, each uh, each beer has been Sarah's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get a cut together of each time. Like <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite. I do. I don't know. I yeah. I like. I love well, all, all of them for different reasons. And it's just it's really cool. I mean, it does. It feels like you're traveling. You know. It is. Beers. You know. I do. I do promotions now where I'm like a, a European staycation. Yeah. Because you know you can have all the all the all oh. the beauty of yeah. Europe without any of the headache. You know. Well, um, speaking of European staycations, you're going to be doing an Oktoberfest thing this weekend, right? Yes, I will be at Oaks Park uh, for their giant Oktoberfest uh, extravaganza. So uh, come on down and try some of this uh, this uh, Oktoberfest margin in your. Uh, Yourself. Will you be yes. there? Will you, will you be able to will be shake the great around. Rick Nickerson's hand? I will be rolling around tomorrow or Friday night and probably on Sunday. I, I have to be in Lincoln City on Saturday for an event. So. You are just nice. a jet yeah, setter. Yeah, you're all over the place. That's what you do when you love your job, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Just get after it. So. You don't even cool. know what day of the week it is I don't is even anymore. care. <laughs> I don't even care. It doesn't even matter. It's, it's daytime. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all. So. That's all it works. Awesome. Well, yeah, we definitely um, would love to have you back and yeah, have 100%. another batch. And, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I like I said, I have ten breweries, and within those ten, there are fifty-seven different beers to try. Wow. So uh, we got our work cut out. Um, yeah, we need to. Work. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm just getting educated. Yeah. Right now. Uh-huh. Well, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It's crazy. No, I won't even talk about the other ones. Um. All right. Well, so. I think we're gonna wrap. Do you want to wrap up? Yeah, I don't. I mean, where do we go from here? Uh, we drink Other more beer with Rick. We, yeah, we finish the beer. I yeah, think that's about what we do. One more cheers to my two favorite people. Cheers! Oh, oh I, I can't cheers. It's unlucky. Uh, no, yeah, you can. I don't have any. Well, oh. you take the glass. Oh, I'll take the you glass. Don't mind. Okay. You know where I've been mostly. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. cheers, friends. Cheers. Mm. All right, and cheers to everybody out there who listens to the show. Thank you so much. And sorry for the torture. For tuning in in front of our radio. People are writing, they're like, I can't have a beer beer for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll take pictures of each of these bottles and put them up uh, to on this episode so you can take a look. And of Rick, uh, so you know if you see him around town. yes. Uh, Only my good side. Only your good (laughs) side. Of course. It'll be hidden behind the beer bottles. (laughs) 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 Um, Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, like I said, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Tomorrow, I believe we're going to have a representative from the Brian Grant Foundation. He's going to be on. I awesome. Think, I think she's Very still coming cool. on. Yeah. So I'll verify that. Was but, it the uh, lovely person we met at the it is. thing? Awesome. Yes, but I don't 
I don't think Brian Grant's coming with her. But oh. if he did, that would be awesome. I know. He'll remember <laughs> so. me as the weird girl that uh, asked for his drink tickets. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I'll so, tell you about uh, that. Katrina, <laughs> Katrina uh, yes. will be stopping by tomorrow. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.com. And also remember, Merchant Duvin. Merchant Duvin, Rick Nickerson. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>